Go with me to Matthew chapter number, oh sorry, Luke uh, 5 verse 36. Luke 5 verse 36. And I'm just, I'm just going to do what the Lord is telling me to do. So with you the Adareth. I want his mantle to touch many years. How many of you can feel his presence? If you can't, you need sensitivity. Amen. Then he spoke a parable to them. No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear. And also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. This is what the Lord said to me. He said, tell the church in Cape Town that I'm bringing to them a new garment that you can't put a piece of the new on the old. Meaning he has to remove the old completely. How are we removing the old? By piercing with present day truth and present day revelation. Are you guys with me? This nonsense, I see people having conferences and all this stuff here in Cape Town, which is a load of nonsense. When it comes to whether, you know, we're going to be raptured now, or those who are anti the rapture or whatever. And I'm thinking, you have conferences regarding this while the lost is out there souls need to be saved need to be delivered i couldn't care less about what your eschatology is all i know is that jesus is coming back for a glorious church a perfect church a victorious church which means that we don't believe in a defeated eschatology we believe in a victorious eschatology very simple the church that believed in a defeated one always remains paralyzed and dormant at a stage. And now they're selling their houses or they do this or they do that because Israel is at war. Keep your eyes upon Jesus Christ, please. Keep your eyes upon the message that we have been given, which is to preach the kingdom of God. Because Jesus says, when I cast out devils by the finger of God, you will know that the kingdom of God has come upon you. So when religion sits in, the old garment, the old adereth sits in, then it is these little things that comes in. You know. Uh... Rapture, no rapture. Groot doop, klein doop. Um, once saved, always saved. Or am I losing my voice? I repent every day. The one thing I know is that when Jesus saved me, He did a proper job. It's called the keeping power of God. Let's get back to the old basic gospel. That everyone believed as evangelists many, many years ago. But somewhere the church messed it up. Which is called the shepherding movement. And they messed up the church because they needed to control the people to get them back. So what do they have to do? They had to preach fear to bring people back. 
Are you guys with me? So that they cannot be assured in their salvation. Listen to me. If I have been given eternal life, I've been given eternal life, not temporal life. Come on now. Don't be so upset. Some people will get so upset they want to go to hell. They, unless we say you can go to hell, they will not smile. But this is too good to be true. Exactly. It is the too good to be true news. Get back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That his blood was shed once and for all. And it made a way into the holy of holies once and for all. What does it require now? It requires you to believe unto him. That is it. Are you guys with me? No works to maintain your salvation. No. As much as you couldn't earn it, you can't. Trust me. You can do whatever you want. The Bible, Jesus said, unless you want to call him a liar. He said, you are no man shall pluck you out of my hand. And no man shall pluck you out of my father's hand. Which means it's the omnipotency of God. The moment I think that I can pry open his fingers and jump out, then I deal now and I begin to violate the divine attributes, which is the omnipotency. Be assured in your salvation. 1 John chapter number 5 verse 12 says that we know that we are saved. That we know that we have passed from death to life. And that judgment is not on us. That you will not be judged for your sins. You'll be rewarded for what you've done on this earth. You'll be held accountable, yes. But judgment, Jesus died upon the cross 2,000 years ago. And His blood, listen, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are not, you are saved by grace through faith not of works so that any man can boast very simple Leon is preaching a false gospel what brings demons to people let me tell you when you can when you are not assured fully assured Pastor Stephen has sinned more than all of you We all have sinned. You just don't know it. Why is it that somebody, I'm joking, okay? He didn't sin. If you want a holy pastor, he didn't sin. If you want a sinful pastor, he did sin. You choose. Um, whatever you want. But uh, old garments and new garments. So the Lord is changing garments on people and on a church. So if you have a mantle of an individual, then you have a mantle on a church. You have an adereth on an individual and you have an adereth on a church that I'm not really going to get into on the church one right now. But the Lord said to me, tell them I'm changing a garment. People are so worried about their salvation. How on the planet earth can they go and minister to others when they themselves don't have an assurance of their salvation? Listen, all you need to know is your faith in Jesus Christ saves you. Your faith in His blood saves you. 
No man can take it away. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. No angel or demon, principality or power, height or depth, which is heaven or hell. Nothing can separate you, but you have to believe. So we're not preaching universalism. Relax. We are preaching the assurance of the blood of Jesus Christ. That once you were saved, you were eternally sealed. Because what brings demons to people? Legalism. Paul said, if Paul preached the gospel of grace, and he said, if any man preaches another gospel to you, or any angel preach another gospel to you, let him be accursed. So why do curses come upon people? A curse doesn't come from the devil. Are you guys with me? I don't know if we have taught on this or not. A curse doesn't come from Satan. Where does a curse? Give me one verse where the Bible says the devil curses. We have made up things. A curse comes from God. The first curse in the Bible was, I believe, on Cain. I believe so. Um, I might be wrong. I believe so. Um, well, actually, Adam, but, but with Cain fully. Um, where the Bible says the curse came from the Lord, which means a curse originated from God. Where do evil spirits come from? Let me leave that golden cow out right now. Because even Satan is employed by God. You see, we somehow think that God's enemy is Satan. No. God's enemy is traditions. Jesus' enemy was religion and tradition. The enemy of the anointing is religion and tradition, man-made traditions, which removes the power of God out of the church. So what I've realized is when you begin to preach grace, the grace of God, you see freedom and liberty on people. But when I say you have this curse, you have that curse, you need to come back, you have this, what am I doing? They live in fear, they live in legalism. Does it mean now, so, so somebody, you know, um, uh, does it mean now we can't cast our demons? No, definitely. We enforce the authority that Christ has given to us. Why are demons on people? Because their mind is in a double-minded. They are unstable in all their ways. They are, the Bible says, anything that is not of faith is sin. Demons don't come in by open doors, and I can prove it. Demons come because of opportunity, not because of open doors. Um, people don't know what Satan is, who Satan is. Satan is not the name of Lucifer. Satan is the job function of Lucifer, meaning that you can be Satan. It's a function. How do I become Satan? I become the accuser of the brethren. Is this too much? I think it is too much. Let's get into truth. Because everybody hits, you know, oh, this person, this Satan. What about the brother that is sitting in church that is gossiping, that has full pride? But no, you know, the drug addict needs his demon cause. And that drug addict might have, will have more grace 
than the one sitting in church that's religious, traditional, full of gossip and pride. And that is why a move of God does not break out. So, you know, when we didn't have a church in Cape Town, guess what? A lot of people loved me. In the city. And then we started small and some still loved us. And then it no longer turns out that way. Um, because we become the accuser of the brethren. So when you see us in the news and when you see us, which is happening, when you see us in these TV shows, know the one thing, it doesn't come from the world. It comes from our brothers and jealous pastors that contacts the news. That's unfortunately, that's what they do. And it only shows the approval and the hand of God upon a ministry. That's all. Never run from persecution. Are you guys with me? Never run from persecution. Persecution shows and reveals the hand of God upon an individual's life. Pastor Stefan doesn't have to go through what I've gone through. Because you see, what covering does, or, or I believe true covering does, and I don't believe I'm perfect in any way, and I don't even believe actually in covering as the concept, because, but I believe it is a practical concept, but not necessarily a must. Um, but uh, uh, what it does is, you see, a covering is a mantle. Are we going to get into it tonight, tomorrow night, Tuesday night? It's going to be amazing. I need to. If you can catch this whole conference, you're going to get an amazing first-hand, first-time teaching, trust me, from heaven. That I believe God is releasing to the body of Christ. A mantle is something that covers. So it is like the Mimshak anointing that Lucifer had, which covers Lucifer before he fell. He was called the cherub that covers. The cherub that has a mantle. Mimshak. Which means it spreads and covers. When the hedge is broken, the Bible says the serpent enters. So how did the serpent enter the Garden of Eden? A hedge was broken somewhere. How did Job lose everything? The Bible says a hedge was broken over him. And the very thing he feared came upon him. So what happened? Grace left. Fear entered. Grace left. Condemnation entered. So what does the Adedith do? Because the first thing you'll see in the pictures or images of ancient times, that the Adedith would be like over the head first. It would be like a circle over the head. And I'm going to get into the ancient Hebrew now to explain and show you what it means. It's speaking of a circle, a hedge of protection. Meaning when the Adedith is upon you, it covers you like a hedge that a serpent cannot enter into. That's why I'm saying encounter is not a church. It is an adereth, it is a mantle that spreads. And as this mantle spreads, and as sons are beginning to be raised up, whether it is sons from this house, sons from our house, wherever it is, what is happening? 
the vision of God is spreading. The DNA that he has for this season and this time is spreading. Why do some churches run dry? It is because God is ending that river and that flow and that move. Always move with the clouds. And never attack a next generation. Never be, be a pioneer that become a, was a pioneer of yesterday and a persecutor of today. Never. Every time you see judgment coming, whether it is on Eli, whether it was on Saul, they became persecutors of the present day movement or truth. Are you guys with me? We will prophesy and will minister tonight, so don't worry. I'm just preaching revelation to you. I hope it is okay. I saw the heavens opening this week. I saw gold coming on people. I saw signs coming on people. I saw you being visited by angels in the service. But your eyes have to be sensitive for it. Maroha keneskataya tareke broskatela brardoskataya redoska areke namaya. Now, as you, if you were like a, as you had a godsdienstige kerk, it comes as by jammer. You see, it's amazing. You get into encounter, and the capacity of the people. The capacity of their spirits is enlarged. Meaning they can handle a certain current of revelation. That we, if I would preach this in another church, these words wouldn't even be able to exit my mouth. God will not allow, I'm not saying other, I'm, there are some churches that are great. But I'm speaking now in general, the state of the church in South Africa. If I have to do that, God will not allow me to cast my pearls before the swine. Now, if I give you things that I, there's no notes on, I'm just taking from heaven, it means that God is trusting a certain capacity that you have, potential and a heart that you have. A true son is not somebody that has come with you a long way. It is somebody that is going to walk with you a long way. Why am I carrying, I'm wearing a, 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 this blazer so that the anointing can rub off. So that if God shows me, I will place it. But no way in hell am I going to place it on a pillar uh, of salt or a somebody that is just an ice cold block standing. No, 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 no. There's power, and the Lord told me to do something in the week that we're going to do. There's power that can be transferred into cloth. We see it in the scripture. There's power that can be transferred into a mantle. The Adareth. So where were we? We were speaking about something that was good. Um, grace or something. New garments, old garments legalism, God is going to do signs, wonders, God is going to do these things. You know, when I preach, I try not to hold you, so we won't be long, but we're going to minister to you. We'll be out here probably by eight or so. Um, 
I am a minister. I actually need six hours if the heavens are open. But don't worry. I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. I'm just explaining to you my style of ministry. But I hear the flutter of these angels that is going to come in. But your spirit needs to be able to see it, be able to receive it. What brings the presence of God like this? It's present day truth. What brings the presence of God? Is it maybe the praise of worship? No. Is it they have a part to play? I'm speaking now as a corporate anointing. Is, is it a great church name? No. Is it lights? No. It is the mantle that God has given. Are you guys with me? So a mantle grows. A mantle, the Bible says, go back to me, the verse that we had on, I think it was Luke chapter number 5, verse somewhere 36 or something like that. Um, then he spoke, no one puts a piece of from a new garment on an old one, otherwise the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. So God cannot have the old and the new together. He has to have completely new. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 that, what does it say that, what does it say, 2 Corinthians 5 17? New creation in Christ or something like that. Huh? Huh? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He is a kainos. The word kainos means to be superhuman. I'm telling you in the Greek, you can go look it up. It means to be extraterrestrial. To come from another world. A never existed before creation. Somebody with superhuman abilities. And that's from another world. That is not from this terrestrial world. A totally brand new creation. The exact same word is used when I spoke about a new garment in Luke 5 verse 36. When it says a new garment, it's using the word kainos. Meaning that God is saying, I want a completely new. When it says kainos, it is speaking of a new creation. A people who understand it, who understand their new created identity. That they are the 42nd generation of Christ. That they are manifested sons of God. That they walk on the earth and they are the Christ breed. They are a new breed. They are the Christ generation. That they are completely brand new. There is nothing of the old left. That the moment they became born again, they were born from above. They were born with an incorruptible seed. They were born with a DNA of heaven that is in them. Which means you are not human and you are not normal. I don't hear if you understand me yet. Which means we need to brainwash you tonight. You are not human. The Apostle Paul says, You act like mere men when you are in fractions and in gossiping. But we are not mere men. We are spiritual. Supernatural. This is not our home. Ah, uh, you have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living gods.
with his innumerable angels, the registered church in heaven, the, the spirits of just men made perfect. We have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Many as you are standing here, there are heavenly beings that is with you in this place. Not just angels, there are heavenly beings that is in this place that worships God with you, that ministers to you, that deposits gifts to you. This is what we call new creation realities. But the church is very scared to touch on this area. Are you guys with me? So the church is very scared. So when you receive importation this, this week, whenever God does something, I want you to be so saturated. I'm just enjoying my time with God. So I don't, you know, when I preach, I don't see people. I don't care. I have many notes, but don't worry. Like I said, I'm not. I hear what the, I'm trying to hear what the Lord is saying. Go back to the verse. Kainos. Say with me, Kainos. So no one puts a piece of new garment, a Kainos garment, on an old one. So God is saying, I need my people to understand their new identity. They created identity. And what is this all coming down to? The aderif, the garment, the mantle. Do you know how depressing it is to look into the face? I'm telling you there will be heavenly encounters this week. We're just starting. Tonight will be imparting already. So he says, on, otherwise a new makes a tear and also the piece that was taken out of the new. But you're not getting past this verse, I know. Taken out of the new does not match the old. Next verse. And no one puts new wine, kainos wine, into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. Next verse. But new wine must be put into Kainos wineskins. You are a Kainos creation. God wants you to walk in that created identity. The world won't worry. The religious system will call you arrogant. Um, you know... As prophets, we don't get many invites if people don't understand the prophetic. Because we mess up their church. And they say that we are strange or that we are weird or this or that. But prophets never look for a pulpit to preach on. Never. They don't care. Uh, um, if there's a message that God has given me, He will make a way for it to come out. Now, obviously, we've got our churches and so on, but... Uh, you know, and then on the other hand, I turned down so many invites. Do you know how many big stuff I've turned down just this year alone? Many, 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 really big. Because the Lord would tell me no. 
another preacher will jump to the opportunity. Many of them have told me. Many of them are watching. They're like, oh, if I was you, you must go. This is the hand of the Lord. I don't care if there's 10,000 people. If the Lord is saying no, the Lord is saying no. And the Lord is saying to me, I don't want you to go. I want you to stay with encounter. Because otherwise I take the pearls to others where it should be for encounter. There's pearls. Never underestimate the mantle in your, in your midst. The adera that God has placed here. Who is the adera that God has placed here? That is Pastor Stephen Apostle Jackie. That's the mantle. Anybody that leaves you is never assigned to you. And anyone that is assigned to you will stay with you. Or they will eventually come back. Or the 1% will leave, but they'll be in remorse. And because they are assigned to you, they cannot prosper anywhere else. That is God's system. You can seek a sensitive the way you want it. You can sugarcoat it, say it, but it's no longer as new covenant. That is God's system. There are certain people, they are, when you are called to somewhere, you can only flourish in that environment. You're going to go to any other church, you're going to feel out. Now, if you feel out here and you feel, that just means you're not assigned here. Very simple. And that is the way that ministers enter into grace and rest. And they're not worried whether people leave them. Because the Bible says if they left you, they were never off you. So they leave us, okay, they were never off us. Some of you online, you left us, you were never off us. You have another spirit of another DNA, not sure why you're watching, but it's okay. Um... Pause the live stream for me quickly and let me know when it's paused. Or silent mute it. Don't worry, people, it'll be five seconds. Five seconds. They'll let me know, don't worry.
When you see a ministry or a church or a man or a woman of God under the Adareth moving fast, it is like a moving train. Do not get in the way because you're going to end up with an injury. It's nothing personal. That is why you want to get on a fast moving train where God moves fast. And if any enemy just comes in the way, it's nothing personal. It's like Uzzah touching the glory. It's like Uzzah touching the ark. When Uzzah touched the glory or touched the ark, it's nothing personal. God didn't hate him. What happened? His carnality made him move slower than the frequency that the ark operated in. He was not designed to carry the ark. So the moment he touched it, his flesh became an earth and voltage went through him and it shocked him because if you study the ark of the covenant it has an electrical current in it it is a conductor of power if you're a theologian you will know this it is wood and gold positive and negative carries power that is why only the, the priests and anointed priests could carry the ark on their shoulders and walk because God has placed the anointing upon them. It's like if you touch an electrical current or, or if you're somewhere with this electricity, I might be wrong, but you can help me. If you have rubber soles, you're protected. Eh? But if you don't have, what happens is it goes straight through you into the earth and then you shock. So when you are in the flesh, it's called dust. When you are carnal, it's called dust. So when people are carnal and fleshly and they get into the glory or they touch the glory in a wrong way, there's an electrical current that comes. There's still consequences for touching a mantle wrong. Are you guys with me? So, never, we have a rule, do not speak against somebody whom it just looks like God is using. If there's one miracle in their, in their ministry or they speak, just leave them alone. Because you might be fighting against God. Are you guys with me? And so the Adareth is going to come into this place. Let's get to, to the meaning of the Adareth. So say with me, new wineskin. Say new garments. Let's go to, uh, let's go to, I shared with you this morning what Adareth means. And I shared with you, uh, I shared with you what Adareth means. What, uh, and, and you need to come tomorrow because there's not going to be space. So you need to come early. We we'll obviously make space for everyone. There's still a lot of space. But just now somebody takes your, um, your beloved uh, seat. Um, so listen, the Adareth, say with me the Adareth. The Adareth means this. Before I pray for some people, I want to get this through. It means in its ancient Hebrew, it's a pictograph of a shepherd's staff or a yoke. And combined, it means this, 
the experienced staff. So now where do we find this? We find Moses lifting up the rod. And the moment he lifted up the rod, the Red Sea split. Are you guys with me? Elijah, when the mantle fell from Elijah, and Elisha picked up the mantle. The Bible says when it says he picked up, he took it up. It means this. He took it up and he held it like that. What did he do at the river Jordan? He struck the river. And as he lifted it to struct it, the river splits. Which means the Adarif is there to be lifted like an experienced off. But it is something that God shapes around your life. It means to raise you up. It means to take you above. It means to rise. It means to be above the rest. To be upward, high, exceedingly high. And exceedingly forward. It means to ascend up high. For you are seated in heavenly places. You are above and not beneath. The head and not the tail. There's a duality about you. Where even though your physical body is here. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So what is the life of the ascension, the ascended life? It is simply to come into alignment with your other self. You are already in heaven, you just don't know it. Let's not get into heaven because then they begin to assume stuff again about us. It is so draining to be a prophet and to argue or to see the arguments of evangelists or pastors or teachers and not to put that gift down they can have prophetic and they need the prophetic and the apostolic in their lives so that they can open up dimensions and they can understand certain things but when those dimensions haven't been opened everything that is deep or spiritual is seen as witchcraft by them even the disciples, when they saw Jesus walking on the water, they never saw him move in that dimension of power. And the first thing they did is they screamed, ghost. So it is in our fallen nature to scream witchcraft when we don't understand something. Are you guys with me? They did it with Jesus. They say he cast out devils by the power of Beelzebub. They even said to Jesus, what is the source of your power? Divination. What is with Leon always? Oh, Leon, divination. You know, if we prophesy accurately, if it's not, we're taking it from Facebook, then it is a spirit of familiarity. I mean, you cannot win. No, it is simply because you can't, I must speak of you now, speak of those who are saying it. Just because you can't do it, don't judge those who can. Oh, no, don't judge the gifts of God. The gifts of God will shock you. We were in a prayer meeting. Uh, Pastor Chris, see if you can send them uh, the uh, photo up there, if you can, where the angels were in our prayer meeting. Uh, let me show you something. You were in that, you were with us also. We were praying. As we praying, angels appeared right next to us. And as this, and we were, we were, 
I think, were you not on that photo? Not. They were disobedient that day. They didn't come that day. So, <laughs> anyway, Angels was there. And uh, you'll remember the play. You'll remember the house. And, um, uh, and right there, a satanic high priest sent me a message and said that how they're going to, how they're going to, um, how they're going to uh, 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 see if they can put it on there, how they're going to attack us, and, or, or how I'm going to die and all this stuff. And, and we're praying. And as he sends this message, I felt the angel of the Lord next to me. And it was there where the Lord told us to plant the church, by the way, in that house. After those meetings, an angel came and visited me, told me to plant the church called Encounter. And uh, as, and the angel shared a lot of other stuff when it comes to the calling. But as the angel stood there, I wrote back a message to this person and I said, I said, you have to be careful. With God, you can breathe your last tomorrow. I didn't think what I was saying. I just, that was my only reply. And he sent messages back and I just ignored it. Six months later, 24, five years old, apparently in his room, he stopped breathing. I got a message while I was in America. He just stopped breathing. And uh, when they get the picture, we'll show you and you'll see the angel standing there. And uh, uh, meaning that heavenly realities is real. Know that heaven is in this place. Don't distance yourself from the supernatural. Don't begin, let, don't let unbelief come in to make you think just because maybe you cannot see that it's not there. Learn to see with your spiritual eyes. Learn to see with your spirit. And, uh, you know, so um, the Adareth. So let's get back to the Adareth while they're getting the picture. They can just let me know when they got it and I'll show you. So the Adareth means to ascend high, to take your high and above, far above. Is it on? Put it on. So you see here where I'm sitting here? We were very poor back then, you see. <laughs> Pastor Stefan was living in the garage. No, it wasn't that one you were living in the garage. Or was it? No. No. No, not this one. This one you already had your own place. Um, this one you already had your own place. So, do you see by me, do you see the two lights? And there's not only one, there's two pictures. Maybe they're not putting on both. It's fine if they're not able to. There's the other one. Do you see the white there? Do you see by Pastor Marie? Do you see on my arm? Look on my head. Look by my head, by back, on the back of my head, on the front of my head. Many times when I minister, that light will follow me like this. When I minister on camera, if you look carefully, when I begin to prophesy. Are you guys with me? Now that's just all that the photos could capture. Go back to the other one. Check those two lights. Big bright here. This wasn't taken through a glass or nothing like that, hey? And we were praying there. There we would pray like hours. That's where, if you look at this, I mean, uh, Peter was also with us in, in the meeting. This is where an encounter started. Never underestimate what God can do when the adereth is on you. Never underestimate what God can do when the adereth is on you.
No man can pull you down. No man can stop you. Because if it is the adherent and the mantle of God, they will be fighting God, not you. Are you guys with me? And I, I'm going to pray for a couple of people tonight. But let me, just, let me just go through this. It will take you high. It will make you, it will lift you. Say with me, lift. It will make you rise. It will cause you to come up. When John was told, come up here that I may show you the things to come. It means to burn, to increase, to have a light, to spring forth, to exalt, to uncover, to reveal, to show and reveal yourself to the world. That's what it means. It means to make one famous, and to put your name upon the lips of others. It is a place of, of great incline. It's called the chiefest place. Um, everything is the Adedith I'm speaking right now. It is the chiefest place. It is the mountain, the cliff, the hill, and the stairway to heaven. It is the ladder that was in Jacob when he put his head on the stone, when the angels were ascending and descending. Are you with me? So, the second meaning of this is what we call circle of Adereth. It means a circle, meaning it means this. The word circle it simply is an image of a circle, but it means this. It means to move back and forth. That's what the Adereth means. So when you're in the spirit and when you're praying, when you have the prophet's mantle on you, and when you're in a prayer meeting, you will see that there'll be like a, how many of you have prayed and it feels like you're moving back and forth when you're praying? It's the adereth that pushes you and moves you. It means back and forth movement. It means a circle because it is of protection. Zebraska redenoska edelebera karoska redenamaska etelebayetenamar. Breska redoska delebera maya. It is, it means a rope, a covering, a protection. It means a secret place. It means a dwelling. And it means a place of commune. It is a place of the secret. It is the hiding place. Meaning the adereth is a mantle that is like an aura that can be seen around you. And I'm just using a new age term. Even though I'm not new age, but people understand what an aura means. It is, you can see somebody's countenance is light. The adereth doesn't lie and it doesn't make a mistake. It rests on those whom God has chosen. And who has been found fit for the assignment. The deadeth is no discriminator of people. It can lift the poor or it can lift the royalty. It can put down the wise and lift up the lowly and the foolish. When Saul touched the deadeth of Samuel, he grabbed the mantle and the kingdom was taken away from him. When the lady of the issue of blood touched the adereth and the mantle of Jesus, 
her blood flow stopped and she was healed. Under the old covenant, when you touch the mantle, the glory, you died. Under the new covenant, when you touch the glory, you lived. You are healed. That's why if you can touch the glory tonight, if you can touch the mantle tonight in this conference, life and healing will come to you. God's anger and wrath regarding sin ceased upon the cross. It ended upon the cross. Are you guys with me? So the mantle can also be too much for you. It can destroy you. It can kill you. The mantle, the adedith will draw attention, unwanted attention to you. The adedith will cause your name to go ahead of yourself. When the Bible says that Jesus was famous, his fame went out before him. Before he came to a city, they gathered, they knew he was there. What is it? It's the Adareth. The Adareth chooses you, you don't choose it. It seeks you out, you don't seek it. It finds you out, you don't find it. You only position and align yourself. The Adareth is not confused. As long as I'm in my purpose of the adedith and the mantle that God has given me, I'm protected and death cannot touch me. That is why it is so important not to only touch the mantle, but to possess it. And we're going to get into that tonight. Are you guys with me? Angels are assigned not to a church only or really. Angels are assigned to a, an adedith, a mantle. Gifts are assigned to a mantle. Money comes to a mantle. That is why many pastors can do it. They can labor and labor. And it's like it doesn't matter what they are doing. The finances are not increasing. And I'm not speaking of they're in a very bad economical area or an economical state. They might be in a very wealthy area. And nothing is happening. Why not? It's the mantle that is not there. That is lacking. Is the grace that is lacking. So men will come and put money into your bosom. Are you guys with me? Angels are assigned to a mantle and a dareth. Protection is available in a mantle and a dareth. As I said, encounter is not a church. Encounter is in a dareth. It's a mantle. Are you guys with me? Let's go to... Let's go to... Let's, 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 let's go somewhere. Um, let me just look, let me just get my Bible here. And I don't like to be rushed actually, so I want to take my time. Um, and I want to get this through so that when I pray for you, you can have an understanding of the Adedith. Let's go to uh, 1 Kings 19, verse 19. You have what we call touching the mantle or possessing the mantle. Many touch the mantle, but they don't go the full way to possess the mantle. Maybe we're going to carry on with it tomorrow night if I don't finish it completely, but many touch the mantle. They don't possess the mantle. 
when they touch the mantle, they have been touched by the mantle. They feel, wow, I'm here by encounter, I need to serve. But they don't go all the way to possess it. So Elisha was touched by the mantle. And then it took him 7 to 12 years before he could possess the mantle. Are you guys with me? 1 Kings 19 verse 19. It says, It says, So he departed from there and found Elisha. Say with me, found Elisha. The mantle finds you. You don't find it. Elisha was minding his own business, being faithful in his father's house and his father's business, plowing the fields with the oxen. So he was faithful with another man's business. The mantle will find you when you are faithful with something of another man's business. When you are faithful with a vision of another, a mantle will find you. Are you guys with me? So Elijah found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing, Timothy plowing. So the mantle comes to those who are hardworking, not lazy, with 12 yoke of oxen before him. The mantle comes upon those who take discipleship seriously. This is an image of Christ and his 12 disciples. As I said, Jesus is an every aspect of the scripture are you guys with me when he came into the new testament the new testament had to be fulfillment of everything in the old covenant and then even when paul the apostle paul and the others were preaching they had to reference back to the old covenant that's why many of today's preaching is a little bit messed up So it was with, the tw he, the, uh, with 12 oxen before him. Now listen to this. And he was with the 12. So how's the adereth passed on? How's the mantle passed on? Only when you are with the 12, which is speaking of discipleship. You cannot go from touching the mantle to possessing the mantle. If you're not being in an environment where the passing and the transference can take place. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. Another phrase, translation would say, casted the mantle on him. And he left the oxen. Say with me, he left the oxen and ran after Elijah. Now listen. He instantly, immediately left the oxen behind. When Jesus came to Peter, what did he say? He casted his mantle upon Peter. Peter was casting his nets into the sea. So Jesus came and casted his nets upon Peter. And he said these words, follow me. That's it. Elisha. Elijah casted his mantle upon Elisha. In the custom and the, and, and the customary understanding of those times, they knew when the mantle was casted that you need to drop everything and follow after it, that you become part of the prophet's life immediately. It is a covenant that is established. 
it is an entrance and an access point into royalty. It is access and an entrance into a place of persecution, what they call the poverty of the prophet in those days, the persecution, the trials and tribulations, but under the unction of the voice of God, that you become a part. That is where Paul gets the word importation from. He said, I long to be with you, church, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. So what do we do when we cast the mantle? We are importing spiritual gifts so that you as a church can be established. A church that doesn't operate with mantles and the offices and the gifts can never establish their people. Are you guys with me? Is it okay? I'm going a bit slow. Is it, is it fine? We'll be finished just now. I am so full of the word, really. I can, I can preach for 12 hours. There, there's, it's not even a question. I promise you right now. Without preparation, without planning. And I'll go revelation after revelation after revelation after scripture after scripture after scripture. Baruch ha-kenesketele, bare esketaya tena, mambro usketala te yetsketaya. Kenos, kenos, kenos sebaya. Reshe kedaya, reshe kedaya, mundo uskete. Listen to this, so where we? And he left the oxen immediately, no hesitation. Now you have to beg people, please follow me. I'll give you this great salary. I promise you, you will have this retirement plan one day. And we wonder why is God not using people? God is looking for people to follow him without hesitation. The model didn't change. Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. You won't cast your nets on fish anymore. You'll cast your nets, your mantle on men. I'll make you to disciple nations not to catch fish. Stop selling a physical product and come and change the world with me. That's the vision of encounter. Yes, you'll have your business and you can have it. Please have your business and please tithe. But don't think that is all that it is. There is so much more if you understand the principle of followership, what it means to follow a mantle and a dereth, that in order for me to obtain and possess that a dereth, I need to cut everything. I need to run after. Meaning, if we ask you to fetch a cool drink, we don't need you to walk like this. God has already canceled you. Everything must be with speed. Why do you think when people are under the anointing, whether it's Pastor Stefan, whether it's me, and we're praying for people, we're like, be quickly, get the, because God moves with speed. So, he ran off to Elijah, and he said, please let me go kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And Elijah said, then go back, leave me. What have I to do with you? 
Meaning God has called you. Don't come and say you want to do this. Uh, I, no, no, no. Either understand God has called you or not. Hmm. So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. He made sure there's no plan B. He said, I want this adereth. I want this mantle that was casted upon me and was taken back again. The mantle I touched, even if I served 12 years, I, I will have this one. Why Pastor Stefan and not you? He was with us for how many years? Eight years, nine years. Are you guys with me? How hungry are you? Don't underestimate the assignment of God. Don't underestimate the sending of heaven. There are preachers that will try their whole life to get this right. And nothing will happen. But when the adherence of heaven is on you, in a few months, it'll be like this. In four years, it'll be double than this. When the axe is sharpened, there'll be no hesitation or no doubt whether heaven's approval and heaven's hand is upon this. Mm. So you want to be at a place where God is. Don't be at a place where God used to be. Be at a place where God is. If you want to cut your life short, be at a place where God used to be. Move with the clouds. Some people are loyal even to the devil themselves. I have to stay by my church. I've been there 20 years. How can I ask find them? God bless you. People made idolatry out of loyalty. Ah, a prophet will offend you. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel offended. It is okay. We're just doing a little bit of heart surgery. If you have the maturity to come back, you'll be happy tomorrow night again and Tuesday night again. But the truth is the truth. The cloud moves. Move with the cloud. Find out where God is, not where God used to be. If I stayed where God used to be, you would not even be here. And I did stay where God used to be, out of loyalty, until God forced me out. Because He knew my loyalty would keep me in a place where He cannot use me. So he forced me out so that this can be birthed. There's something called the sovereign will of God. There's the pre-election of God. Predestination, sorry. Those who have been predestined, called, justified, glorified. The predestination of God. That once you step into his will, it becomes automatic. 
and you just move and you just move and things you're doing is just the will of God. But you have to be under the corporate adedith. Are you guys with me? I pray that right now the prophetic mantle will be here and that God will begin to minister to the hearts of people so that where are we still touching touching the mantle possessing the mantle so he fought, he arose and followed Elijah uh, everybody read where's the scripture put it up guys the last sentence read the last sentence for me then read it you can change that word servant to slave because Elisha literally became Elijah's slave. He had to wash his hands. Washing of hands was in a very embarrassing position, which means during the journey, he had to be insulted. How do you test people? You insult them. They have to obviously have to be in relationship with you and close to you, but you have to poke and insult and poke to see is a Judas there, is a devil there? I will push your buttons and push your buttons and push your buttons and push your buttons and I can because mine has been pushed. So God will cause Pastor Stefan to push your buttons, to push your buttons and push and push until there's a manifestation. If there's a manifestation, it doesn't mean that you are evil. It just simply means, okay, now what is this out? Now we can move further. Are you guys with me? So, so Elijah, Elisha did not minister unto the sick. He ministered unto the man of God. I'm here to give principles this conference. Because you come from, people come from churches and then they want to come and lay hands in here and do this and do that. You'll be carried out of here. I'm warning you. When we're going to do mass prayer and so on, don't turn to your friend that you brought and begin to pray for them unless you're sanctioned by, by the leadership. But before, you will still lay your hand like that and you'll feel yourself just be carried up <laughs> by, the, by the hand of the Lord. And you'll find yourself outside. Because there's a thing called order. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so he ran after Elijah. So Elisha touched the mantle. He did not yet possess the mantle. Tomorrow night we're going to go deeper into how to possess the mantle. But let me just give you conditions on receiving the mantle, touching the mantle, getting into a phase that Elijah was in where he served seven to ten years. Number one. I must recognize the mantle. Meaning, you need to understand, are you the one that's ministered to, minister, called to minister to thousands? Or are you the one that is called to minister to the one that is ministering to the thousands? Joshua knew he was the one that is ministering to the one. Moses, who will minister to the thousands. Until his time comes. Are you with me? A lot of times people want to be the a first man, but they are a small first man. 
and it doesn't matter what they do. They say, and all they need to do, they just need to come in alignment and become a second man of something big. So that the corporate anointing can come upon them and then a proper sending can take place which carries the witness and the backing of heaven. Are you guys with me? When I was sent, and when the Lord told me to plant encounter, it was by an angel. It was not a thought. It was not because a man sent me, now I'm going to plant a church. I, I studied all these things. No, no, no. An angel of the Lord came to me in the house of the photo that you saw. In that house, an angel came to me in a room next door to there. Came there, took me into the realms of the Spirit. And we were walking in a field and said, because of this reason, blah, 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 and began to minister to me a lot of things, and said, you will plant a church uh, uh, of the supernatural on the 18th of September, 2016. It was two months ahead of, before, it was two months later, it was the 18th of September. And then supernatural abundance came in. Not a lot. Now people like Pastor Stephen and those we're sending out have double portions. But we started with, and what? You see, I had a father that would kill the next generation. Or let me rather say like this, I come out of a spiritual family that killed the next generation. And unfortunately, the older, but I was thinking, what father would not want to see their children do better than them? Here in the church, we have that soul tendency. It's a soul mindset, a soul spirit that wants to kill the next generation. Yet in the physical, all things are parallel. All things spiritual are parallel. And with the things of natural. In the natural, in the physical, you want to see your children do better than you. Otherwise, you shouldn't be a parent. If he can be 10 times bigger than us, there should be no jealousy in my heart. There should be rejoicing and celebrating. And this is what I'm speaking about. The new wine and the new wineskins that God is going to shift and change. Because he has to remove a soul generation. But there's going to be a shifting of mantles that is going to come. And there's going to be a changing of the God that is going to take place. This year and next year. I know this year is soon to be over. That's what I'm saying. This still, this year and next year. You'll see a changing of God in this nation. Because some mantles has to depart for it to fall back on the earth. Some Elijahs have to go before the mantle can be released. Because some hold on to that mantle like it is their last bit of money. So God has to take them, graduate them for the mantle to fall. Are you guys with me? That is why when you will see the passing of Benny Hinn, you will see healing break out all over the world like it has never broken out before. When I say the passing, I speak of the graduation. And I'm not prophesying his death or a date or nothing like that. I'm just speaking a principle. When you see his passing, you will see healing break out all over. Because God honors a man. You cannot even partake in healing unless you honor that system. So you have gifts, you have anointings, gifts, mantles, and systems. I don't have I preached on that here? 
You have anointings, gifts, mantles, and systems. Which very big difference. Anointing is an anointing, it's a low level. Gifts is a gift that God gives. A mantle is being developed through your life. By your age of 40, 50, you become a mantle. 30, or it doesn't matter. 10, 15 years, God shapes and forms the mantle over your life. But then God takes you into another realm, another level, where you become a system in the kingdom. For example, Abraham became the system of tithing. Just because Abraham tithed, God decided, now it's becoming a principle from year on forward. Just because he tithed. What is another system in the Bible? Jacob, the generation that seek the face of God. What did Jacob do? He wrestled through the night. So when we speak of encounters and seeking the face of God, and when David speaks about the face of God, he says, a Jacob generation that seeks the faith. So Jacob set in a system in the body of Christ that whenever somebody wants to seek the face of God, they think of Jacob. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So systems have come in. So what is this another system of evangelism? Is Reinhard Bonnke. You cannot tap into evangelism unless you embrace or honor that system and that gift. Because it is a gift that has gone beyond a mantle to a place of a system. It is few men that reach that level. But why not you? It can be any. Oh, are you guys with me? God is going to speed up so many things. It's not just going to be five or ten in the world that will carry systems. It'll be many that will carry systems. You cannot tap into deliverance. Unless you begin to embrace or see men that has pushed the ministry of deliverance and made it known. Men like T.B. Joshua. Whether your heart agrees or disagrees, it's not the fact. God doesn't care. It's a system that was created. You cannot go into healing unless you understand the system that Catherine Coleman, F.F. Bosworth, Benny Hinn, Oral Roberts, John G. Lake, the systems they have created. So because they've created a system, they created a method of doing something. So what does everybody do now when they want to go into healing? They sing the hymns that Benny Hinn used to sing and the hymns that Catherine, what are they doing? A system. So when we speak a data, that's just one level. There are systems. You cannot enter into the system of the glory unless you embrace a woman by the name of Ruth Heflin. Unless you even know who she is, you cannot understand the realms of glory. Am I losing you now? I think I'm losing you now. Are you guys with me? So say with me the Adareth. So Elisha touched the mantle and then he realized, but wait, I need to possess this mantle, but it's going to take seven years. It's going to take 12 years. I'll get into that tomorrow. And I just need to give you a few things. A mantle must be recognized. So if you're recognized, meaning I must know whom God has chosen. 
I must have the humility to know I'm not chosen. I'm called, but not chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. So if I'm called, I follow the one who is chosen until God allows me to become chosen. Mm. I need to welcome the one that is chosen. Are you guys with me? The second one is a mantle and a death must be received. For me to be able to operate in the mantle that God has for me here, I need to be received by you. I need to be welcomed. A prophet, a spirit of a prophet is so sensitive. If there's one or two in a service opposing him, he can feel it. It doesn't mean it affects him, but he can feel it. Are you guys with me? I mean, look here, we have probably 800 or so people here. We have over 1,400 people watching all over the world. Every night of this conference, we have this amount of people watching. So a mantle must be received, then a mantle must be served. Say with me, served. And a dereth must be served. For an adereth to serve, I mean, you must serve an adereth. You must find who carries the adereth and serve that one. And serve, I was sharing a secret. I have a driver, Rushai. And he, I put it on live stream. I said, when did you start driving for me? He said, three years. I said, no, it's five years. I said, you started 2018, 2019. I said, why did you drive me? I never remember asking you. I never remembered asking him one, but he said, no, somebody, I think my wife asked me for one thing. And then he just kept on coming because he was, I don't know if he was scared in the beginning, he just thought, let him just carry on doing it. And then he just became my driver. And five years now, and he's not complaining, when am I doing this? When? No, he's my driver. You, in 15 years, he might look like a nobody. And God can suddenly make him a somebody. Suddenly. Only if you've been a nobody and you've suddenly become a somebody, you understand the 24-hour anointing. You understand the power of the adeta that suddenly comes on you like this. I mean, check when you guys came to Cape Town, it was like speed. Because the mantle was pushing you. It was forcing you. But you have to complete the succession. You have to complete the, the phase. For some it can be 20 years, 10 years, 5 years. It depends on your obedience. It depends on a lot of things in God's timing. So I use Roche as an example. He's my driver. They drove a Porsche, then a Bentley, then this and then that. And I thought it's amazing that God would give me a driver. I, 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 and I said, God, I love it that you would get somebody to drive me in a Bentley. But can't I have a Bentley? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know, and then people are like, you're driving all these luxury cars. No, I'm not driving them. I'm being driven in them. Um, but I was like, where did you, did I ask you to drive me? He says, no, you can't really remember. We just, it just happened. And since then, there would not be one service where he would not drive me unless if he's traveled away. It's the only time. He would be working five o'clock in the morning. He'll be driving me 3 a.m. store. High-end job. 
Are you guys with me? Putting a lot of miles on expensive cars. I don't worry, I just come, I don't even greet because when, I, when I'm being picked up, I'm not hugging. I come and I take my, I don't greet him, I just I walk in, I sit in the car and I sit, we drive to the service, dead silent because there's a realm of protecting the anointing that I'll get into much later. If the church is not ready, we'll do it much later with leaders or something, but protecting the anointing. When the anointing is not protected, and then I get to the service and I minister, I get back and I get into the service and I'm dead silent. I get home. I get in the, maybe I say goodnight and then I go to my room. That's it. But if he is wise, he is wise, otherwise he wouldn't be for five years. He would just pull and pull. Because if you're allowed close to an adedith, it's a privilege. It is God entrusting you to see certain things. It's not by chance that God does it. The unlikely choices of God. He chooses the foolish things of this world. He chooses the unwise. So you can be thankful that you will be chosen. It's a joke. I'm saying you are foolish and unwise. Because God chose, chooses those things. But how can Leon be a prophet of the nation? Why not? It's not me who have chosen me. It's God who has chosen me. I, have a cho I wouldn't choose this thing if you give me 10 million rand. I wouldn't choose it because God never showed Joseph what would happen to him when he chose him. He just showed him everybody bowing before him. So God deceived Joseph. When God calls you, he deceives you. He tricks you because if he shows you everything, you will not say yes. But he knows the end result will be perfect. If you trust him. Are you guys with me? Uh, so let me just go on. So serve. Serve with serve. I find the adereth. I serve in the adereth. I serve in that house. I give everything. It doesn't matter if it is parking, if it is this, if it is. I serve. I serve. I serve. It might look like I'm not seen, like I'm not recognized. No, it is the hiding place, the secret place. Elisha was found in an inadequate field. Elisha was found in an obscure place. Elisha was found in an obscure place, plowing with dirt on his face. But that's whom the mantle was looking for. Please understand, the adereth and the mantle passed by every school of the prophets, ignoring every son of the prophets and finding one that was faithful in his father's house, plowing with the oxen. And the adereth of the mantle found that one that had dirt on his face because he's serving so much and was thrown upon him. And all the others that studied to be prophets never became. Are you guys with me? Whom the mantle chooses, whom the adereth chooses. Where are we? Serving. Say with me, honor. The mantle must be honored. Honored is through obedience, through submission. The substance given, finances given in that adereth, in this adereth year. Then you receive the reward of that adereth. The fifth key on how to 
receive this touching of a mantle, going to possessing the mantle, is the law of response, the law of demand. I respond and I place a demand. The sixth key, I want to close with this. The mantle, the gift, the adereth must be seen. Go with you to 2 Kings 2 verse 10. We're jumping a bit, but tomorrow night I'll get, I'll, I'm going to get into the tests of the adereth and to certain things. Go with you to 2 Kings 2 verse 10, and then I'm finished with this. 2 Kings 2 verse 10. Listen to this. Then I'm going to pray just for some. I said I'll be finished by 8, maybe 10 past 8. Where are we? So he said, you asked, so this is where Elisha was following Elijah. Elijah was being taken up into heaven and Elisha asked for a double portion. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. So with your hard thing. Possessing the mantle is a very difficult thing. But the Lord prophesied in the beginning of this meeting and said, you will enter the double portion and nevertheless if you see me say with me see me he says if your eyes see me Elisha not physically only where the word see is used in scripture speaking spiritual perception when you see me if you see me when I am taken from you. Another translation says this, when, if you see me, when I am lifted above, God wants you to stay and wait in an adereth and in a house until you see his promotion. Many he wants you to go through winter, through autumn, and then you see a summer. You go through a winter, you go through autumn, and then you see a lifting. And when you see the lifting taking place, you qualify for what we call the double portion. Peter, James, and John saw the lifting of Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. When God says, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear Him. Not Moses, not Elijah. That is there, listen to him. Hear, hear him. He says, when you see, if you see me when I'm lifted from you, it shall be so for you, meaning you shall receive the double portion. But if you will not see me, it shall not be so. But he was saying something very specific. He was saying, he was speaking about the mantle, the adhered, the gift. Meaning if you can have the ability to see with your spiritual eyes who I really am to you. And it's not only a father, which goes beyond that. I'll explain it now. If you have the ability to really see who I am to you, you can partake. Next verse. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly, say with me, suddenly. Now this is where the possession of the mantle comes in, which we're going to go on tomorrow night. The, the touching and the possession and what happens with the possession of the mantle. Many touch the mantle. Many in this place were touched by this mantle. God is requiring you to move on to the possession of the mantle. Suddenly, when the mantle, when the adereth of God comes upon you, it is a sudden work. It is speed all the time. 
when somebody is under the adereth, listen, the Bible says that Elijah was on Mount Carmel, was on Mount Carmel, I think, where he prayed on his knees. No, it might not be Mount Carmel. Some mountain. And he was praying for this cloud, for the rain to come. Was it Carmel? Maybe it was Carmel, maybe not. Doesn't matter, it was a mountain. That's all you need to know right now. He saw the cloud of a man's hand. Then the Bible says, he said to Ahab, he says, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Tell Ahab to run as fast as he comes because the rains are coming. But then it says this, it says, Elijah lifted up his mantle. He picked up his mantle and he ran with speed that he overtook the chariots of Ahab because the mantle was picked up correctly, handled delicately. If he didn't pick up that mantle, he would be tripping over it as he was running. Many people trip over that mantle and they don't know how to handle it correctly. And the anointing of speed cannot overtake them. But when the adherence comes on you, your life will enter a realm of speed. Listen to me. Yeah? When the mantle is on you, what cannot be done in 10 years will be done in one year. Promotion that wouldn't come in 10 years will come in one year. The growth of a ministry that can take 15 years will happen in two years. But what is the secret? It is the adereth. It is the mantle. Mm. Have you seen? So, go back to the scripture. He says, unless you see me, then a suddenly speed, a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire. Listen to this. And separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Next verse. And Elisha saw it. And he cried out, My father, my father. Every time before this, he was known as his master. Here he was known as his father. The sons of the prophet says, do you not know that your master will be taken from you today? They didn't say, do you not know that your father will be taken from you today? Meaning everybody knew Elijah wasn't Elisha's father. He was, but Elisha couldn't perceive or see it. So he was waiting for him to understand father, but not only that, he had to see deeper and see a gift. Listen to this. My father, my father, comma, the chariot of Israel and his horsemen. You read it wrong for many years. He's saying the chariot is my father. He's saying the chariot and the horseman that came and fetched Elijah is Elijah. My father, my father, the chariot and his horseman. Meaning when Elijah traveled, he traveled by a chariot. Elijah was known to appear and disappear. God would take him from one mountain and put him upon another. Same with Enoch. Because he traveled by a chariot. When as prophets we prophesy and we are in your house, we are traveling by the chariot. It is, it is called the Meqabah of God. The Hebrew word is Meqabah. 
which is very new age, but it is in the Hebrew. Listen, everything that Satan uses is duplicated and taken from the Bible. And it is said that when the chariots of fire comes, that when you are given a glorified body, it is the, ch the chariot of fire that is given to you. But when Elijah traveled, he was the chariot that traveled. And Elisha said, my father, my father, I see you now, number one, as my father. But I also see the gifts of the chariot that you are. That you can appear and disappear. You can travel. You can travel by the hand and the finger of God. You are like Ezekiel that was taken by the lock of his head. By the lock of his hair. By the hand of God. And moved from one place to another. I see the gift. And because I see, I can have it. Stand your feet, stand your feet, stand your feet. I'm still going to minister or pray for some. So don't worry. Go with me to Hebrews 2.9. Say with me, see. see. Now we get to the new covenant. Everything preached must go back, new covenant, old covenant, new covenant, old covenant. Hebrews 2 verse 9. Read it for me. Uh, try again, but. Stop there. Read it again. So Paul is saying, which I believe is the writer of the Hebrews. But we see Jesus meaning Elisha if you see me taken from you you will have now we see Jesus and we will have what will we have 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 go there 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 but read it Unveiled face. Hold on. Into what? The same image. So when I behold Jesus, I am transformed into the same. He is the firstborn of many brethren. He is not the only born. He is the firstborn of many that will come like Him after Him. Which means you are a brother of Jesus. You hear what I'm saying? That when God sowed His own Son as a seed, He sowed the seed, understanding the law of the seed, that it will give birth and multiply into many other seeds. So when the devil comes, he sees the image of Jesus upon your face. So we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So he says, Elijah, you want to grab a hold of this death, you need to see. In the New Testament, what do we need to do? We need to behold and see the glory. Have your seats, have your seats, have your seats. Raise your hands for me as you, raise your, as you have your seats. I want you to raise your hands. We're done now. I'll be praying for some here. Say with me, say, I see Jesus. What the image of Elijah and Elijah is a picture of Jesus and the church. 
Elijah represents Jesus. Elisha represents us, the church. When Elisha saw Elijah, it is us seeing Jesus. That as Elisha received the double portion, we receive the double portion. We are the firstborn. He's the firstborn of many. He became the first fruits. He was sown as first fruits. So that God can reap you in that same image. So when you are, why will you not be judged for your sins? Because when you stand in front of him, he sees one thing. He sees the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He doesn't see sin. Sin has been paid for. Sin has been dealt with. In fact, the whole world's sin has been dealt with. They only need to believe on him. The Bible says he became a propitiation of the sins of the whole world. You just need to believe on him. It's not universal. It doesn't mean they are forgiven. They need to tap into that forgiveness and believe. That mantle is going to fall. The Lord said to me, tell them there's a new covenant, a new creation reality, kainos creation, garment adere, the mantle. The prophet's mantle will be imparted, but another mantle of power is going to clothe and fall this week. It can happen tomorrow night. It can happen Tuesday night. The way it's feeling right now, it can already happen tomorrow night. But what are we doing? We're breaking through realms. We are breaking through dimensions so that you can experience spiritual realities. Father, let your angels into this place now.